welcome back to Helmets. Welcome back to Helmets, the last episode in the regular season of the 2022 season. Uh, Wait, is that which, right? Yeah, this is it, we're done now. This, I thought this, last week was the pen penultimate. No, last week was the ultimate, the penultimate. This is the ultimate. Next Why did week. I call last week's episode the pen penultimate then? That was the previous episode. Oh, I've made, a, I've made an error. Yeah, it's, 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 all, uh, it's, a, it's a very long season. Also, I think there's, generally speaking, maybe there's time now that the, su- the season is super fucking long. Uh, every other sport in the world that takes place over the course of, uh, well, spanning two years, yeah. they're always called like, you know, the Premier League 22-23 season. I think the NFL should start getting that aboard because yeah. even as an NFL fan, if someone said to you uh, the 1998 Super Bowl, are they talking about the season that predominantly happened in 1997 or 98? It's confusing. Obviously, it's 98 Super Bowl is the one that took place after the 97 season. But maybe we add that slash in now that like loads of the season is taking place in the second half of the year. Yeah. Maybe. I have a lot of, I, have a, I think uh, generally speaking, over the course of this podcast, there's a lot of very small, irritating things that I dislike about the NFL. Uh, this, uh, player numbers, uh, generally uh, anything that doesn't keep it really neat and tidy. Um, and this is one of them. But yeah, that's it. That's that's. That's my opinion. Yeah. It's January and it's not the playoffs yet. So, uh, well, it is next week. It is. It is the playoffs next week. Uh, very exciting times. Um, good. So, yeah, anyway, so this is last week was the real penultimate. Last week was the real penultimate. Yeah, next not like week that is the big penultimate that almost got Oh, wait, no, fired. you're right. This. So, yeah, okay. So, <laughs> we have fucked up. This is the penultimate episode. Because we got another episode next week, which is the end of ah oh, for fuck's sake, yeah, yeah, that's right. This is the real penultimate. This episode. is the not real like that penultimate. Fake, not like that fake penultimate episode that almost got me fired. Yeah, so um, we're coming up to the next one. We're coming up to the next one. Well, speaking cool. of people getting almost fired, we can chat about that bullshit later. But let's start at the very top. Uh, obviously, we need to talk about what happened uh, in the in the Bills versus um, uh, Bengals game. Very very tragic. Uh, the so their safety, Demar Hamlin, collapsing due to cardiac arrest on the field. Uh, it's so fucking horrible when these things happen. Um, it's just so heartbreaking for a guy like that who's just worked his whole life to get into that position, and then you know the, the these undetected undetected things. I mean, I have I don't have any knowledge of this. I can't really speak from it um, other than um, being a big fan of Tottenham Hotspur, watching Christian Eriksen collapse and pretty much I think he was technically dead on the field uh during the year <laughs> was, was by far the worst thing I've ever seen in sport and yeah. it's heartbreaking um and I really hope he gets better as soon as possible and um goes on to have an absolutely incredible career uh because I don't know there's the thing is the players have died in professional sport from this undetected heart condition thing that just seems to strike down the youngest and fittest people in the world um, but since um, it happened, at, it happened at White Hart Lane in a Bolton versus Spurs game. I forgot yeah. the name of the player it happened to. Um, Ericsson. No, sorry. This the Ericsson happened. Ericsson's uh, issue happened in the Euros this year. Oh, there was right, another yeah. one that happened before this. Um, and basically, what happened was a fan. Was in the uh, was in the crowd. Uh, Fabrice Muamba uh, had a heart attack on the pitch at Spurs, and uh, a, a, a guy was in the crowd. A heart surgeon or a heart doctor was in. A specialist was in the crowd, and he basically ran onto the pitch. Said, "I'm a I'm I'm an expert in this," and essentially saved Fabrice Muamba's life. 
this information is now kind of finding its way into professional sport in general. And if these if these terrible, terrible things happen, the the chances of these guys surviving is 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 going up. Um and I think, you know, this is the NFL is, is obviously one of those sports where terrible injuries happen uh to players all the time. So yeah. they actually have incredible uh field like pitch side um doctors and ambulances and stuff ready to go. Um, but as of recording, I think he's yeah, I think he's still okay. Um, he's still um, not dead, obviously. But yeah, cardiac arrest is actually one of those things that. So um, it's actually like not. I think a lot of people think that because these guys are athletes, it's like it's insane that it happens to them. But it's actually not at all. Um, there's it's it's extremely rare, but it's something that you're not i'm not going to say you're more prone to in elite athletics but it is just something that can happen when you're operating at that kind of um it it depends heavily on the sport but it can it can it is just something that can happen when you're operating at that kind of like speed or so in 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 the nfl's case it's a tackle um you can just get one if you're shaken up a bit basically and the same is true with, and given that the average tackle is about the same as a car accident, um, it's yeah. really not like it's one of those things where it's not like common, but it's not so far out of the realm of like it's just something that can happen, and it really is is just horrible that it happens to him. Yeah, and luckily, uh, the NFL, being the caring and loving organization it was, instantly called off the game. And oh wait, no, they didn't. They told them to play on five minutes after it happened. What the fuck? Didn't they then like later claim that they didn't? Yeah, it's it's it's, uh, it's, it's just completely untrue, right? Like it's a, they, it, it, yeah. Now the Ericsson one, they made them play on. Yeah, um, which was, I mean, watching it in person, like not, I wasn't obviously at the state. Watching it on television, a player that I've I've I watched, you know, throughout his his career at Spurs and then becoming, you know. One of the one of the well, one of the best players in the world, really. If you you know taking into consideration his like Italian career and stuff like that, um, to watch that, and then all mm. the players have to then go out, and they were like, they were uh, the NFL also are quite good at not showing shit that's really scary, like more than a couple of times, maybe even like sometimes you'll see uh, a couple of bad things more than once, but they were showing the, the the fucking heart attack and him being worked on on the pitch and then cutting to shots of his wife like the Ericsson thing and then I was just watching it on telly like this is the worst thing ever um so yeah fuck me it's horrible and i really i really hope uh really hope for the best of him uh luckily as well we had uh, a person we can direct all of our anger at in a mr skip bayless the mm. uh commentator the 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 pundit who essentially said this game is really important. They should play it. And he got really arsy about it on Twitter, which I think is fucking dark considering the game all of a sudden becomes the least important thing I've ever seen. Mm. You know, don't just don't play the game anymore. And they didn't um, obviously like, you know, people are talking about how, when the game's going to be replayed. None of that matters. I mean, both of these teams are already in the playoffs and um, fucking coin toss it. Like who cares? This kid is, uh, you know he's 24 years old let's uh let's put it into perspective a little bit yeah no it's it's horrible but anyway onto the games onto the games i don't yeah. know what like i don't know what a good way to segue is but like we're no, talking no, about there, the there is, there so is no good way is. essentially what um, it means like what it means for the what it means for the playoff picture is kind of like we're, we're as they were um that i think if the bills uh the bills 
now it, it, whoever's going to get the number one seed essentially rests on that game um and i think that it's it's now not necessarily the most important thing i think if if the if the chiefs win and the bills lose at least one game then that that's it for the chiefs and i, I think that they're, they're just looking ahead now so um yeah i wouldn't let's just get on to the games then let's get on to a fantastic uh, quite a fantastic week of american football uh let's go to something quite a, a quite a positive story in uh the fantastic performance from trevor lawrence again <laughs> well you say that but to be honest with you like i watched that game and um i'm not going to say i'm not going to disagree with you but what i'll also say is that he pretty much just did like like they, the Jags as a whole team, uh, comprehensively, like they, they, they did exact. They were, they were the. I, actually, do you know what? The, I've got a good uh, adjective for them, and I never thought I'd describe the Jacksonville Jags this way, and that is imperious. That's you know, a great word. That's they a fantastic just, word. They showed up like they just fucking stomped them, and then I turned off about a quarter before the end, and no more points were scored. It was just well, yeah. Like it, I'm not saying I'm, I'm not so I'm not going to disagree with you that, that Lawrence was good. Um, I'm just saying like it, basic things like his stats and stuff weren't weren't that great. In fact, he so he chucked an interception actually. Um, but he was just pissing around. It was at um, and he only threw for 152 yards. But yeah, it didn't really matter. Like the as I say, like sometimes the Jags were just kind of imperious. Like he was just kind of there was a guy open. He was getting it to them. Guy open getting it to them. They marched down the marched down the field. The only reason he didn't score any touchdowns is because um, they were able to run in three running touchdowns, so it didn't really matter. Like, yeah, from three different done. guys as well, which is pretty cool. Yeah, uh, Jermichael Hasty, a previous name name of the week, getting in there. Travis Etienne, I think, is is really really unsung when it comes to uh, when it comes to the success of the, of the Jags this season. Uh, fantastic running back. He was like, I mean, I'm looking at the stats there. Twelve. He's averaging twelve yards a carry. He did, and he touched the ball nine times. Uh, now, obviously, the, the Texans are shit, and that's fine, but that's ridiculous. Like those, those mm. are some really, really big runs, and I think what they've done there is quite cleverly split the run up between Etn and Hasty. So Hasty was doing all the dirty work, and then Travis would just open them up, at, at, uh, you know, for the for the big games. Um, yeah, I mean, we said it before. I mean, what they're uh, a, a really, really scary deep threat receiver away from being very, very good. Um, uh, it's very exciting. It's very very exciting for them, uh, and the main thing the main thing is if we're looking ahead to next week, uh, I'm I'm probably going to be watching. Um, well, I'll probably watch the Dolphins game, but if I wasn't watching the Dolphins game, uh, Titans versus Jags uh, yes. is going to be a absolutely absolutely incredible game, and I'm very now, very excited about it. Remind me, is it winning you're in that game, or it, are the Jags well, already in? The the thing is the Jags the Jags aren't already in. Right. What the Jags the Jags need the Jags don't even have to win, I don't think. Let me just check this out, right? So the Jags, if they lose against the Titans. Unfortunately, dear listeners, at this point we ran into a problem. Um, there is some pretty severe audio corruption of the next 20 minutes of this file, and try as I might to fix it, there's absolutely nothing I can do about it. So uh, we're going to skip a huge amount of time until the Kansas City Chiefs right at the end, and that's kind of all we've got of this episode. Um, it's a shame, because it's an absolute banger. Um, 
what we're going to do is we're going to record a bit more about the season sum up after this week. And that's going to have to be that. Uh, anyway, back to the episode. Oh, brilliant. So, Mahomes drops back to pass, throws the pass, it gets tipped into the air. This is like, not not just your normal tap down, it's in the sky, he grabs it, and then the, he carries on the play. Just yeah, lightning fast reflex. Yeah, unbelievable. Incredible athleticism from a guy playing with just, just pure confidence. And yeah, so... They are they are clearly the best team in the NFL, and yeah, maybe maybe they maybe the 49ers don't beat them in the Super Bowl, uh, but yeah, I mean it was just Patrick Mahomes at his absolute unstoppable best, uh, three hundred twenty eight for three against the Broncos. The thing that is, so in yeah, that Curry. game, in that game, right where, um, so in that game last season when they lost the when they when they sorry in in that game uh, in the Super Bowl that they lost. Right. Um, they where Mahomes was rattled for like the entire game. Um, he still did a few things that just looked unbelievable. Um, I actually remember he did a pass that was so good, and there was um, it was he he avoided a load of pressure through whilst he was falling over like cross field, which by the way the hardest passes to do because yeah, um, and it went straight to the receiver's hands and it was dropped and it would have like had he had he caught it it would have just been like one of the most like legendary it it would have been one of those plays that just gets played you know on just TV highlights forever like concept it would have been one it would be one of those plays that like gets a nickname. You know, like yeah, the immaculate yeah. reception and stuff like that. It was that good. <laughs> like the guy fucking dropped it. So, you know. Anywho, yeah. Sorry. Have, have, what are you saying? Having said that, that being said, if we're talking about the 49ers uh, conceding thirty-four points against the Raiders, the Chiefs ne- fucking nearly nearly shit the bed against the Denver Broncos, and I don't think enough's being said about that. Now, Russell um, Wilson, two two hundred twenty-two yards and a touchdown. You know, there's a couple of rushing touchdowns on. The, they took it all the way to them, and then the Kansas City Chiefs had to score 14 in the fourth quarter to win the game. Now, yeah. I don't think the the Broncos are a 24 point good team against an one of the best teams in the league, if not the best team in the Chiefs. Yeah. Uh, so maybe that's maybe that's another one of those things similar to the the Raiders game on the other side of the the draw. Uh, that you know, you're looking at that and you're like, oh, okay, maybe they aren't maybe they aren't as as good as we think they are, but. Problem is with them, it's that inevitability, that 14 points in the, in, in the fourth quarter. Uh, they really came alive. Maybe it's kind of like, I think we've compared the Chiefs before to um, uh, to the All Blacks rugby team. Is when you're playing absolutely yeah. all out and you're you're winning against the All Blacks. And in the last 20 minutes, they just, just knock it up a gear. And then all of a sudden, they are considerably better than you in every aspect of the game. And I think yeah. that's kind of what happened. And also, honestly, like, I think that the... Um... So I think that the I, I think that both the Broncos and the Raiders were doing that thing overall. I'm gonna say this like where players towards the end of a horrible season are basically playing for their jobs. Like they're trying to remind, like they're basically trying to remind coaches of either their team next year when they inevitably clean house and bring new people in, or 
scouts for other teams that they actually can do it. Yeah. Um, like they're really uh, you, you do see it a lot. Like it seems kind of meaningless to it might seem like meaningless to the people outside, but like something has happened. Like the Broncos have fired their coach, right? So they're either going to bring in they so the all these guys, they're going to bring in a load of new guys. Uh like and those guys are going to get rid of a bunch of their players or they will be looking to do things a bit differently. So they're either going to be reminding, they're basically trying to remind whoever comes in now that they can, like they want something on tape that shows that they can still do it. Yeah. I mean, I've been saying this all season. These are professional American football players who play in the NFL. There's only a handful of people in the universe who are capable of doing this just because they're, just because they're on a, a bad team, yeah, doesn't necessarily mean that they are like really, really bad at their jobs. Obviously, some of them probably are, but for the most part, if you have an NFL contract, you'll probably have something to offer a team, and that's when what these guys are doing. They are proving it. Problem is with that team is like I don't think Russell Wilson has what it takes, unless he has some kind of enormous, just you know, moment where he realizes how to kind of reignite that. That spark mm-hmm. that won the Super Bowl for the Seahawks, um, it's yeah, it's it's tricky. I think the they really went all in on that guy, and um, there was chat initially when he was going to be moved over uh, that he might have come to Miami, and I feel like yeah, we might have dodged a bullet with that one um, because it was uh, yeah, it's it's pretty scary how much they've got invested in it. Um, it's it's worrying. The amount of talk that the Ravens might speaking of the amount of talk that the 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 Lamar Jackson might be being get, getting trade rumors traded rumors are really starting to heat up on the Ravens side. Yeah, uh, so Dolphins are one of those teams as well. There's talk that he might. I don't think we'll have them. I don't think we've got the money to pay him unless we move someone over. Um, but it's it would be cool. He's from you know is he from Miami? He is. Yeah, uh, so... he, he's he's a Florida guy. Yeah. Um he like I I think he would love it. Um but and also the the other thing is so it depends what how he sees it, right? Does he think like is he prepared? He basically held out for a shitload of money this year. If he accepts that he's not going to get that kind of money, does he still go like does that mean he'll accept what the Ravens offer him? Or Will he just go, oh, well, you know what? Fuck you guys. Like, because the Miami Dolphins would love to have him. And if the Miami Dolphins are prepared to give, hand the Ravens some draft picks, which I know they have a few of, but not like crazy amounts, then like, why? Like, it seems like a landing spot for someone who would like go and have a team that, for example, knows what to do with receivers. Well, that's the thing is your, um, it's not, if you, if you have an option, as a guy, as a as a player like Lamar Jackson, yeah, and you go like, oh, there's we the, he already they already have all the weapons that I need. They already have yeah, the that's it. Like it went like I guess maybe if he like I don't know I I can't pretend to know what he might be thinking. And also he doesn't have an agent, so it's going to be very much all on him. But like, and I don't know what people are telling him and stuff like that, or what he's thinking. But like, if you're him, right? Do you not look at the fact that the Dolphins might need to move on from their starting QB? And see an opportunity like no other. Like, yeah. If if he, because the Ravens are definitely going to salary cap him and try and hold out, try and get another year out of him, and that 
I think he'll be really pissed off with that. I think if the for the right price, if he got traded, that is the only time ever where an almost like team that almost looks like it was like built with a him shaped hole in will show up at exactly the right time just before he gets into his prime. Yes. So that, that's like what I was seem, say. Yeah, that seems it seems like it's almost like it's almost built for him. Now, if if they don't go for him, I reckon they try for if if that doesn't work out, and that, that it is still a long shot, but if that doesn't work out, I reckon they go they trade and try and get Derek Carr. As in Dolphins try and get Derek Carr. Yeah, yeah, I think it would be cool. I like I think Derek Carr's got a strong arm and he's got the, the he's got the 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 mind that we need to to utilize our, our receivers. But like this is the thing. If you're if you're uh if you're Lamar Jackson and you you're looking at any kind of new contract and you're looking about moving moving to where potentially you could go, I don't really know as a as a human what drives him. Like obviously he's a professional athlete, so competition, but a, a lot of the times when these players move around, they talk about these ring hunters, people who are basically like uh, like a Von Miller, who who's mm. essentially always trying to win a Super Bowl. And lots of players obviously want to win the Super Bowl and they want to win every game and they're very competitive. But there's also an aspect of like, you know, loyalty and other other family, things like that that get in the not get in the way. That's a ridiculous thing to say. But you know, are are more contributing factors than just simply winning a ring. Uh now at ten and at uh ten and six, the Ravens and the eight and eight Dolphins, I think maybe not from a coaching point of view in Miami, but from a team sheet, guys written down on a piece of paper, I think the Dolphins are closer to winning a Super Bowl than the Raiders are. The Ravens are, sorry, when it comes to the team. Yeah, I mean, we've got a dominant we, we uh, we've got a dominant defense. Fantastic defense, but like offense, I think the Dolphins have a great defense. We just have a horrendous off, uh, defensive coordinator, and I think when we get rid of him this season, uh, which de- looks like it's definitely going to happen, um, maybe the net the Dolphins' defense is not far away from being really, really, really good. It's just bad play calling. Dolphins, he sort that out, and and fucking special teams, and then that's it. We're, we're title winning team. I guess I've been mm. saying that for my whole adult life, though. But then, yeah, I I, I personally don't think. It, Lamar's going to go. I think he's, there's too much. You'd have to pay him too much money, and I don't think we've got the space after paying, basically giving Tyreek Hill half of South Beach just to have as his own house. Uh, it's a lot of money. Um, so we'll see what happens with that. Um, but you know, maybe the Ravens win a, f- a couple of games. Is he going? Is he going to play in the coming weeks? Is Lamar going to play in the playoffs? Um, yeah, he'll definitely be ready for the playoffs. Like they're definitely just being cautious for them. Um, there yeah. were there were there were all these fucking rumors swirling around that he was sort of doing a quiet holdout and all this is bullshit. Like he fucking like he desperately wants to play in the playoffs. Um, of course he does because that means it's more money. I mean, if he yeah. gets if he if he can win a couple of games, his potential suitors maybe it's well if you if let's say he plays wins two games in the playoffs, he can then sit down and get even more money out of the um, uh, out of out of the Ravens. He but literally he literally is the Ravens' offense. Like yeah. he just is. There's no obviously our running game is really good um without him, but like everything else is just crumbled. Uh we have to get rid of our fucking coordinator. He's so bad. But that's a different that's a different subject. Um yeah, everything's maybe. crumbled without him. Yeah, it's been it's been tough. Um did we talk about the Lions doing what doing the Bears over? Yes, we did. 
Uh, it's been a, it was an exciting week. It was an interesting week. It was it was New Year's Day, um, and I'll be honest, I'm excited about the playoffs now. I think I'm done yeah, with the regular season. Good times. We're in that Fuck period. Regular of time. season. It's like, it's like who gives a shit? Falcons played the Cardinals, and uh, the Falcons won in the Bird uh, Bird Derby. Oh, speaking of derbies, though, uh, Chargers mm. Rams was a fantastic game. Uh, I know they don't really have a rivalry, but it's quite fun when there's a local rivalry and uh, local two local teams play playing against each other. A very comfortable win for the uh, LA Chargers. Uh, Austin Eckler looking great. Um, I'm I'm very impressed with them, and uh, it's they're going to be a tough team to beat. Joey Bosa's back, um, and yeah, I think it's going to be an exciting uh, exciting AFC draw. Sweet. All right. I think, that's, I think that's all we got. Yeah, that's very exciting. One more, Next. one more day. Oh wait, no, I did. There was one other fucking crazy play that I wanted to mention. Was in the uh, buck in the the Bucks game. Um, the punter did one of the most amazing pieces of punting I've ever seen. So he gets the ball, bad snap, punts it, gets blocked. He catches it again, escapes out of the pocket, and then punts Ooh. it again. And the reason why that's legal is obviously if you've already kicked it and it goes past the line of scrimmage, you can't kick it again. But he he had the the, the knowledge of where he was on the field to kick the punt again. Unfortunately, this is one of those fucking plays which was ruined by a flag. They should just have cool flags where like yeah, we just go oh yeah, that was yeah. cool <laughs> because the, yeah because the play broke down. Uh, one of the uh, one of the I think it was one of the the position is called gunner uh, was ahead of the line of scrimmage, obviously chasing down the, the 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 guy catching the punt. And that technically is in the legal man downfield because they're, he mm. has to be behind the kicker. So they they called it back. And actually, all of those things that happened in that game, uh, all of the fourth down fuck-ups, because there was another couple of weird ones in that game, in that, in that uh, possession, actually. Uh, that meant that enough time was taken off the clock to, to get the ball in a position where they could then go on and, and take take the win. So that was fun. Very, very athletic from a, from a young punter. It's cool to see someone have... I like when people know real real deep knowledge about crazy, crazy, um, uh, crazy rules in football that, that benefit them. And the punter could have just caught the ball and then like, fuck it, and then just lay down, just kept, kept possession. But now nah, he's like, fuck it, I'm going to do another punt. So I'm all for it. Huge start. Do we have a name of the week? Yeah, I like uh, Bradley Bozeman. Bradley Bozeman. <laughs> Bradley That's what he Bozeman says on the team. He, bo- yeah, he, he, he bozes people. Um, he bozes he people. is Carolina Panthers center. He's a big lad. Yeah, um, former Ravens center. Yeah, very, very talented. And he is um, just a very big... I think Bozeman with a Z in it, it just sounds like he's uh, he's not going to fuck about. Um, mm. So I, I like him. I, I was impressed by his, his play. Uh, I feel bad for the Panthers because obviously they they lost and they're not going in and the fucking Bucks are. But yeah, that's it. Um, last game of the season. Um, Dolphins Jets. I'm probably going to watch that and be horrendously disappointed uh, because it's going to be a bad game. Yeah. Um, but yeah, potentially Dolphins could go uh, nine and eight despite paying everyone all the money and getting rid of all of our draft picks, which is fun. Uh, but yeah, that's it. Anything else? Uh, no, that's all good. All right. Awesome. Good stuff. Ha- See you later, guys. Have a See lovely later, week. Guys. Don't forget to send us tweets and that. Have a, have a lovely week. See you later. Bye. See ya.